Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. When you're barbecuing steak, get the best flavor out of it by using French's Worcestershire in your barbecue sauce. French's Worcestershire is a recipe of 15 spices and other ingredients. And when added to barbecue sauce, it brings out every last bit of the juicy flavor in food. Send for this special offer. Get 12 delicious new barbecue sauce recipes. Just write Barbecue Book, Box 5-6. That's Box 5-6, Rochester, New York. <laughs> Did you want to see me, Mr. Piper? Yes, yes, I certainly did, Miss Brown. What happened to the call I asked you to make? What call, Mr. Piper? What? To the Rainbow Lake Hospital. Now, I have asked you at least four times. Oh, I called the hospital, Mr. Piper. Oh, well? The line was busy. Well, Miss Brown, when the line is busy, just try again. I did. I kept trying, and I finally got them. Oh. Oh, well, oh, I'm sorry. Well, which line are they on? Neither one. I was talking to somebody, and then you buzzed me so frantically, I thought something was wrong. So I said I'd call back, and I hung up. Oh, yes, I, I see, I see. Well, see if you can get them back. I asked for Mrs. Piper, and they did say they didn't have anybody registered there by that name. Yes, that's right, that's right. She's not a patient. My, my daughter is the patient. I know, I said that, Mr. Piper. But they said they didn't have any nurses at all by the name of Mrs. Piper. She is not a nurse. She's a nurse's aide. They wouldn't allow her to stay with Betsy in the hospital, so she's doing some volunteer work so she can be near Betsy. Yes, I know. You told me that, Mr. Piper. Well, then why in Sam Hill didn't you tell... Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I realize I'm a little edgy, you know, with my daughter sick and all that... By the way, Miss Brown, you, you haven't said anything, but your summer is just about over, isn't it? I mean, while I've enjoyed having you for my secretary, <laughs> I mean, would you be going back to school one of these days? I'll be losing you. <laughs> I'm not going back to school, Mr. Piper. I'll be staying on. Uh, yeah. Oh, staying on? Uncle Herbert said I could keep the job if I wanted to, and if it seemed to be working out with you. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, well, that, that, that's splendid news. Yes, indeed. See if you can get the hospital on the phone again, will you, Miss Brown? Well, I think it'd be easier if you just went over there after work, Mr. Piper. Whoever's on the switchboard at that hospital doesn't seem to know anything. Yes. Yes, yes, I guess it really would be easier. Then 308 had to have her back rubbed, and then 306 wanted fresh water. I no sooner wheeled 324 down to the sunroom than she wanted to be wheeled back again. Now, oh, come on, dear, eat your dinner. Oh, no, no, I can't. I, I've never been crazy about hospital food, anyhow. Oh, I think it's good, or maybe I'm just hungry. As soon as I've been on the go all day, it's been fun. It really has. You know, you like doing things for people, but I must say it is work. And the nurses just seem to run, run, run all the time. Isn't this a nice cafeteria? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, you haven't told me how Betsy is. Hello! <laughs> Who's that? Oh, it's uh, the resident, Dr. Bates. Isn't he darling? <laughs> well, he doesn't look so darling to me. Yeah, he is, and you needn't be so jealous. He's in love with that pretty nurse down at that end table. Right down there. <laughs> As a matter of fact, they're secretly married, but nobody knows. <laughs> Except you. Yeah, well, she had to tell somebody. Hello! Oh, <laughs> She's the head nurse on the fourth floor. Everybody likes her. And the one with glasses over there, right by the window. That's Miss Colby, head nurse on the fifth floor of orthopedics. Nobody likes her. The one with red hair, that cute one over there. Don't look now. How can I see her if I don't look? Mm, all right, now you can look. There. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> She's so sweet. She's an x-ray, Miss Roman. The one she's sitting with is from the blood lab. She's a technician. Oh, and over there. Darling, oh, how dear. is Betsy? You haven't said... Oh! No. <laughs> yeah, just fine, thank you. Look, look quick, dear, by the coffee counter, Dr. Jones. Yeah. He's the pathologist. Uh. Oh, he's so nice. We had an emergency today. Hit and run, just terrible. Poor old man, his face was gashed down the whole cheek, and then right after that, an emergency amputation. Oh, what a mess. Uh, I tell you, what's the matter? I'm eating. Well, how nice. I told you the food was good here. That is not what I mean. Look, let's get out of here. Well, dear, I haven't finished. I want some coffee. Look, we're getting out of here. Look, is there one quiet place in this hospital where we can talk so, come so on, I come can... Come on, come on, come on. Your face is white. Gee, I hope you're not getting sick. We'll go to the supply room. There's a hot plate there, and I'll fix us some coffee. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> oh, there, dear. That, that's Ruthie Sawyer. She pumps stomachs. <laughs> oh. Hi. Come on, will you? <laughs> There's a cot here in the supply room. Why don't you lie down? I am all right. Well, you don't look all right it's at all. It's just that when I'm eating, I don't care to hear talk about... Well, look, I, I, I don't even want to talk about well, it. I have some coffee ready in a minute. The nurses sneak in here when they have a few minutes, you know, just... I don't want to hear any more about what the nurses do. Oh, I, I don't. Now, doggone it. Look, you have been here one day. One day. You know everybody in the hospital. They tell you their secrets. Oh, no. It was just that one cute little... I was at the hospital for an hour before you could even be tracked down. I'm sorry. I 
I'm, I'm sorry, darling. I was feeding 309. Both arms were broken in a car crash. Then when, uh, when you do show up, you say you'll meet me in the cafeteria where I waited one other hour. Well, it wasn't an hour, dear. And poor 316, she's being operated on more. And she's so nervous. And really, it's a very simple operation. They're merely tying off. I don't want to hear about it. I didn't know you were so squeamish. I am not squeamish. I, I, I just... Oh, how is Betsy? Who? Who? What do you mean, oh, who well, is I'm Betsy? Well, I'm Stella. There are two nurses here named Betsy, and I, we've been talking about the nurse. Ah, well, hand me those coffee cups, will you? Pete says you're doing volunteer work just so you can be near Betsy. Have you Have you even seen her? Oh, dear. And what dear. I mean is between rubbing 319's back and wheeling 426 to the sunroom and feeding poor Mrs. 509... Now, have you even had time honey, to... Honey, 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 I have nothing to do with the fours or fives. I'm only on the third floor with the threes. What is the matter with you? Nothing. <laughs> what do you mean, matter? <laughs> Hand me the coffee cup, dude. Never mind, I'll get them, I'll get them. 302 drinks her coffee black. I'll go see if I can swipe her dinner You <laughs> stay right here. I'll drink it black. Black? You? Why, for years I've tried to persuade you to try it without cream and sugar and oh, my. What is the matter with she... Betsy? How is she? Well, well she's, she's uh, doing very well, honey. I thought you'd get over here after the uh, uh, office, you know, and, and visit with her. A I bit, told you I got tied up and got here after visiting hours. Yeah, that's so a I... shame, but she was probably asleep. Anyhow, they've been giving her medicine and, and she was a little sleepy, but... Don't you worry now. She's doing fine. You sound just like a nurse or a doctor. <laughs> well, I guess that's because I've been around the mute all day. Have they found out yet what's wrong with Betsy? Well, they've had her under observation, which is what Dr. Dolan wanted to do, you yes, know. Yes, yes. And they've given her some lab tests, and every time they did, I went in there with her, so she was all right. I tell you, really, knowing I was here in the hospital somewhere... Even if I didn't hang around her bed every minute, it has made all the difference in the world to Betsy. I don't care what the doctors or the psychologists say. When a child is sick, he wants his mother there. Yeah, well, look, let's let's not get on to well, that again. What I want to know... If you could see some of those little ones lying in there, looking as though they'd been deserted, and saying, I want my mommy... I, t- I tell you, really, you really just can't go past their beds without crying. You Look, know, you really can't. I, the doctors seem to feel they get over that, and it's really better for them to be with other children than have frantic parents hovering around all the time. Well, the doctors aren't mothers. And when you're sick, you want somebody hovering around you. Look at you. You stay home with a cold, and every two minutes you're pounding on the floor, and I come running upstairs to see what you want. You don't want anything. All you say is, well, I wondered where you were. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid so. And Dr. Ladle's child was sick. Was she plunked into a ward with a dozen others? No, indeed. She had a private room, a private nurse, and a dozen specialists. And Dr. Ladle was beside himself. The head nurse told me he carried on worse than any patient, any parent they ever had. How is Betsy, really? You still haven't told me. And if... I talked to Mrs. Houston about, about the women's club today. I told her my idea about organizing a drive to build a hospital... Or a wing to this one where mothers can stay with their sick children. And she said, she said we'd call an emergency meeting. She thought it was an absolutely magnificent idea. How is Betsy? Now look here. Now look here. I know you too well. You have been bright and gay and cheerful and you have changed the subject every time I brought it up. How is our daughter? What's wrong with her? (laughs) 
Come on. She's going to be fine, dear. Now, you mustn't worry. She is in expert hands. She's getting the best of care. What's wrong? She What's did... wrong? They, they, they found out something. You're keeping it from well, me. Well, not really, dear, and it's nothing serious. You yes, it is. You exaggerate things so why, why should you worry? I mean, modern medicine nowadays, they can do so much. You know, it's it's not like the old oh, days what? when... What is it? Honey, Betsy, just... Well, it's nothing serious. What is it? It's, it's just a slight strep throat. Slight? How can you have a slight strep throat? Well, where, where's the doctor? Where, where is Betsy's doctor? Oh, I knew this would happen, dear. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Let's make this the year of the well-informed voter, the voter who feels that it pays to devote some time and some effort to get information concerning the background and qualifications of each candidate who says, I want your vote. Let's make this the year of the well-informed voter Who knows all the facts when he goes to the polls Who studies the figures and figures to study Each promising, backslapping, vote-getting body Of each candidate, he'll ask What are your goals? Let's make this the year of the well-informed voter Who knows that his vote is a great legacy Who poses a question for every vote-getter Will he make America stronger and better? Will he keep the land we love happy and free? Look, get to bed and get some rest. I really should have stayed at the hospital with Betsy, even though she's asleep. But the doctor thought I'd better come home and keep an eye on you. Oh. After the way you carried on, dear, really. I did not carry on, as you put it. I I just don't think a strep throat is anything to fool around with. The doctor isn't fooling around with it. He's giving her something. She is responding beautifully. Look, I know you've been working in the hospital today, but could you refrain from using the expressions like, she's responding beautifully and... (laughs) All right, dear. But they are giving her something, and really, she's doing nicely. I want to know nicely. what that something is. All these streptomycin and oreomycin and the myosin this and myosin that, whatever it is. I Look, I don't know one from the other. Well, would you know any more if he told you, which I think he did anyhow, something I hadn't heard of before? Is it the right thing for Betsy? Well, don't worry, so they're doing everything they can. Yes, 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 I know, I know, and thank you for trying to spare me the worry, too. Sally, you must have had... You must have had a pretty frantic day yourself. You must be upset. Yeah. You know, honey, you're a you're a wonderful person. You really are. I, I love you. <laughs> well, it's certainly romantic. Yawning while you tell me you love me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I just suddenly got sleepy for some reason. Guess I better turn in. Hey, what was that pill the doctor gave me at the hospital? Preventative, he said. Prevent what? Well, I don't know. Prevent strep throat, maybe? No, no, no. Who, who, who ever heard of that? Well, he gave me one, too. Must be something like that, dear. You know what I think? Oh, I think oh, he gave us a mild sedative so we'd go home and go to bed and go to sleep and sleep all night and we'd get off his back and not bother him until tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I think. Doctors. Yeah. I guess parents can be more trouble than the patients, don't you? Yeah. 
Well, as parents, we're doing as well as can be expected. Yes, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. 